It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wilde walking out of Lambeau Field as we speak. The guy never stops working. 9 a.m. to noon, ESPN Milwaukee. It's Wilde and Taos. Jason, thank you so much for being with us. Yes, don't let the fact that I'm walking out of Lambeau fool you that I'm done working. I'm going to go home and write instead of I know. at the stadium. So. That's a fact. I appreciate you always saying I'm the best in the business, even though it's probably not true. You are. How are you guys? Well, you're, you're, you're a, a nice parlay. You're the best in the business, and you're the hardest working. And I mean that. You do all the radio stuff, and you write your butt off. So thanks for making time for us. We always appreciate it. I, I want to ask you... Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are activated for the game. Everybody's excited because the two big playmakers are going to play. And it seems like they weren't involved until late. And I understand, you know, first play, you don't want them both to touch the ball or whatever. But, Jason, it just seemed like they weren't really part of the game plan. Christian Watson especially didn't get a touch until the second half. Your evaluation of how uh, Jones and Watson were used in the debacle against the Lions. Yeah, we, we asked Matt LaFleur that this afternoon, and he said very clearly that they had him on a pitch count. I think I had Jones for 18 snaps and Watson for 23 or 24. So Now, granted, they only had like 50-some snaps in the game because they couldn't get anything going offensively. So you play more snaps, maybe guys have more opportunities to be out there, right? So, look, they, they were bad offensively for too much of the game, kind of like last week or Sunday. Uh, they were really bad defensively during the first half, and you put it all together, and you kind of get out of what you want to be trying to do. And in you know the Packers' case, they didn't run the ball enough. And Jordan, you know, Jordan Love can most benefit from them running the ball effectively. And you get Aaron Jones back, and I, I don't care if you're worried about him because you like him as a person and a player, or just because you're selfish and want the team to win and want your fantasy team to win. But he didn't get the ball enough. There's no denying it. And Aaron Jones is not the kind of guy that would complain about that publicly, but you know he felt it. Jason, I've now reached that point uh, in the season where I I just don't know how anybody can cover for Joe Barry. And I feel like Matt LaFleur, given his postgame comments, is finding it maybe more challenging to cover for his defensive coordinator. The Lions didn't do anything terribly fancy. They said, well, they're not really stopping the run, so let's keep doing that. So, Now you've got two teams out of four that have run the ball for over 200 yards. The Packers can do nothing about it, it seems. And then I looked at one point last night. It was, I think the Lions were on the two-yard line. And I looked at the formation. I was like, all right, you know, stack the box here, right? Stuff the run. And they had two guys as down linemen and then a couple of outside linebackers. Like like they were trying to defend the pass from the two-yard line. I'm not sure what you make of this all. I think you and I are in a similar boat with Joe Barry, but... How long does he have here? The Packers have one game in the next 23 days. Is now the right time to make a change in season? Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's going to be a change. That, that I would tell you. And, and the change that they're making is, based on our conversation with Matt today, is that they're going to try to do different things schematically uh, with their defense. And my question to him was, you know, I, I guess, Matt, I don't understand. I know you have to adapt and I know you have to adjust. There's no denying that. But, like, if you hire somebody to run Vic Fangio's scheme and then you're not running the scheme that you hired that person to run, you know, how much can you really, how much should you really be changing philosophically if you hired a guy based on 
you believing in his philosophy? And, you know, Matt kind of went into this thing about you do have to adapt and it's a game by game and whatever else. Yeah, but you, you also have overarching principles. And, and as we have talked about on this show earlier in the, in training camp and earlier in the season, like they've already made some changes, right? They've already had Jair Alexander traveling with the number one receivers when he's playing and playing their their corners up more than they normally do. I mean, those are, those are things that they've already changed, and now they've got more things that they apparently, with as you point out, one game in the next 23 days, plan on changing other things. But sooner or later, you have to be able to say, we do what we do, and we're going to do it well. And at this point, defensively, they haven't found that yet. Hi, Jason. I know you were at the game last night. I was not. But it, it, was it as it appeared on TV? Were there more Lions fans than perhaps even you expected in their Honolulu Blue? There were a lot. There's no doubt about it. And and look, I, again, uh, I grew up in Milwaukee. My grandparents had uh, the Milwaukee season tickets back when they were playing at Old State Fair Park in the 40s. And so those have been passed down. My brother has them because Lord knows I don't need them to go cover the games. But I think the Milwaukee crowds always get this bad rap, right? Like either they're not as well informed or – they sell their tickets. Well, I can tell you this. Bob Harlan, when he was a team president, one of the primary requests he would make when the, ske- when the schedule maker said, hey, do you have any requests? We might not be able to honor them all, but what are they? You know, and Ron Wolf always wanted Bob to say, no three-game road trips, no three straight weeks on the road, because they went and won a Super Bowl in 96 with two of those in the same season. But one of the things that Bob Harlan invariably would ask for no night games in the second and fifth week when our gold ticket package fans are making the drive to and from Green Bay to Milwaukee or Madison or wherever you're coming from with that package. And I'll be honest, if I still had the tickets and I still lived in Milwaukee, there's a good chance, and I had to go to work on Friday morning, there's a good chance I would have sold the tickets too, right? And you don't, you, if you sell them on the open market, you don't control necessarily if a Packers fan gets them. And frankly, if a Lions fan is going to pay me 200 bucks more per ticket, uh, I'm sorry, I don't owe it to the Packers to not sell it to a Packers fan so I, I, or uh, not sell it to an opposing fan. So, yeah, there was a lot of Honolulu Blue. I don't know, 35%, maybe more? Certainly a lot more higher percentage by the end of the game when a lot of Packers fans had left. But, again, this is one of those things where either they need to change the policy and say, look, we're not going to make it the second and fifth game for the gold package, we're going to change it from uh, season to season to avoid this kind of a thing, or you have to be more understanding about more fans of the opposing team getting in your building. Jason Wilde is with us for another minute or so. All right, Jason, pop culture question. This is the Friday question of the day. Netflix sent out their last DVD. Remember they started as a company that mailed DVDs to people 25 years ago? Well, they sent their last one out today, and they're no longer in that business. The question is, the last DVD or CD that you purchased? Ooh. uh, Did it have to be purchased new, or could I have purchased it pre-owned at, like, a thrift shop? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that counts. That counts. Absolutely. So uh, I have basically three favorite television series from the DVD era. Uh, The West Wing, uh, Law & Order, Criminal Intent. Ooh. And homicide, life on the streets. 
And so I came across the full uh, Homicide Life on the Street, which I'm not sure it does stream right now. Uh, so I bought the entire set. And it comes in like a, it looks like a filing cabinet that they would have had like cold cases of yeah. like vanilla envelopes. Of, so it's really cool. And it was a really well done show back in the 90s. Uh, I'm showing my age, obviously, but uh, dude, I would have bought the VHS tapes if they had come on that. And I found myself a VCR. <laughs> right. I like that show so much. There were times where you took your VHS tapes and then you you wanted to convert them to DVD. Yeah. They had those wacky hookup systems. We and, did that, and now it's all obsolete. Yeah. I used to. So I'll tell you this: I used to tape every game uh, on a VCR, and then we went to you know you had TiVo and you had uh, v, and you had DVD players, and so then I would record them like that, and I had them all like in boxes upon boxes. And now we have NFL plus, so you don't have to do that. And Paula made me get rid of them because they were taking up too much storage space. And I don't know if they'd have been worth anything or not, but uh, they ended up being uh, thrown away. And I, I, the only one I saved was the 2003 NFC playoff game in Philadelphia, fourth and 26. Oh, I don't know if I'm a glutton for punishment or what. That's the one. That's the one you kept. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that says about me, but I hope I'm still on the show on Monday. (laughs) That's a rough one. ESPN (laughs) Milwaukee's Jason Wildey. We know you got writing to do, Jason. Thanks. Have a great weekend. All right, fellas. Take care. Be good.